Jen. I'm the witch. Hi, I'm Vic. I'm the skeptic. Welcome to my roommate's a witch. You've been fooled. Bet you thought this week was going to be Spooky Stories Part 2, but no, because it's Yule. Yes. Is that all you needed to tell them? Yeah. Oh, I thought you had more things. Yeah. <laughs> but before we did this, Vic was like, oh, I, I just need, I'm going to need the mic after our intro, like, so I can make <laughs> some announcements. And I was like, oh. I mean, okay. <laughs> and I was expecting, like, something that even I didn't know. But, uh, yep. Um, yeah. It's Yule season. Woot woot. Yule is officially on December 21st or 22nd, depending on who you ask, what you know. Um, A.K.A. Winter Solstice. A.K.A. the shortest, uh, or the shortest day of the year. Were you about to say, or the longest day of the year? I was about to say, or the shortest night, which would have been false. So it's the shortest oh, day of the year. Longest yeah. night. Longest night, yeah. So, what are your experiences with, like, Christmas, Yule, the holiday season? Um, Yule, none. <laughs> or so you think. I mean, my experience with, like, the shortest day of the year is just that it's the shortest day of the year. Well, I mean, I think I'm asking more so the winter holiday season. I don't understand what Yule is. I thought it was a day. Yule is a day. Um, it's a pagan holiday. Okay. Um, but it ha- it's the Yule is the holiday that Christmas is based off of and the reason why Christmas occurs in December. So I assumed you would have some Christmas things that you wanted to chat about or fond ch- Christmas childhood memories. That I would get to be like, Spookja, those are Yule traditions. Okay, we'll see if you can tar this memory, Jen. Um, one year, we got a surfboard for the family from Santa. <laughs> what do you have to say about that? One year, my brother received a paddleboard for Christmas. And then my parents had to ship it to um, this small island where we vacation in South Carolina and they tried to bring this giant truck with just the paddleboard but it got stuck and couldn't make it down the road of the island because it was too big so my parents and I had to drive our car to get the paddleboard from the truck and then we had to drive back with like the paddleboard hanging out of the back of my dad's car okay so (laughs) took a turn there Christmas Honestly, growing up, like, Christmas was cool, whatever, but I don't think it was as big of a deal as it is for, like, some other people because of the fact that, like, my family is very small. We didn't have any extended family. Like, it was, it was pretty much. So she was uh, reading it and half, she got, like, halfway through. She's, like, just reading the Bible and she puts the Bible down and she goes, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is why we need to apply more pressure to our legislatures to ban abortion. Because what if Mary had an abortion? (laughs) (laughs) I love people who are like that. I love people who used to come to my school and be like, my mom almost had an abortion. And that could have been me. You wouldn't have known. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But so that that was my brief brush with Catholicism. Um, I would like to say now one of my favorite traditions is um, watching my friend Faith. Well, three-fourths round. And then... <laughs> That's a three-quarters thrust, not theater in the round. I feel like some people would still consider it theater in the round. Those people would be wrong. <laughs> Great. So 
on Christmas Eve, we would all like everyone would get these candles and during the last song, we would light them all and then they would turn off all the lights and you looked out onto the windows that were like we just had these huge bay windows that looked out into the ocean, but because it was nighttime, um, th- all of the lights reflected in the windows, and it was really cool. Were you a Quaker? What? No. Why? Oh, just because Quakers do round seating as well. No, I think it was just the way that... We'd all hold them up during the last verse. Oh. Ours was Oh Holy Night. And then we would sing it in different languages. Oh, that's cool. How diverse. Um, yeah. And then uh, I've only ever been to like two. So my mom's side of the family, they're Catholic. Um, and so we would usually just pick like a random Catholic church to go to with them occasionally I've only ever been to Catholic mass a handful of times but one year when we were in South Carolina we ended up at this Catholic church and it's always my favorite story to tell because (laughs) a woman was up reading the birth story of Jesus you know when he's like being born from like Luke or whatever Her family, they gather up all the kids. She has a big extended family, and they make them all tell the story of Jesus. Oh, my God. And Faith always gets to be the narrator, and she takes such amazing Snapchat stories of it, and I love it. And that's my new Christmas tradition. I have no... I... Well, and she, and she told me it's like... She has cousins who were homeschooled, and their like last big project before I don't know the holiday break, if you even get that as a homeschooled student, is to write this Christmas pageant. <laughs> that sounds like some drama kid bullshit right there. Yeah. So what's nice about being a witch <laughs> is that because when Christi- Christianity was um, being implemented, they made all of the holidays align with the traditional pagan holidays, um, you really get to, you get to continue to be festive in the holiday season, ju- but just for a different reason. The winter solstice is like the turning point. So up until from Solwen until now um, is it's the days have been getting 
progressively shorter. The nights are getting longer. It's been getting progressively colder and basically worse, especially if you were in 13th century Europe. Pretty cold, pretty unfortunate, pretty unhappy. And so Yule became, uh, it's the turning point in the season where things are starting to, after the shortest day, can't get any shorter. So it only gets better from here. And December was a time where there was, of course, winter scarcity, but it was only going to get more scarce from here on out. And um, it was close enough to the hot harvest where there was still plenty and there was still bounty. So Yule became celebrated as um, a holiday of having enough and of being reminded that the better days, the warmer days, are to follow. Um, in some pagan traditions, which is what the uh, Wicca religion has sort of latched onto, is um, twice a year, so during Beltane, and, um, which is the summer holiday, the longest day of the year, um, and Yule. Um, those are the two. I think they're called equinoxes, but I could be wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so during... Beltane and Yule, the Holly King and the Oak King fight for dominance. Wait, in between, like, in those six months or something? No, during the two days. Oh. And so um, at Yule, the um, Holly King loses and the Oak King wins, which ushers in spring and rebirth because oaks are a spring tree. And then in... Um, at Beltane, um, the Holly King and the Oak King fight again, and this time the Holly King wins, which is why it starts to get cold and dark. So that's sort of where the like Wiccan lore comes from, which I believe that stems from like um, traditional like Celtic pagan roots. Um, but generally, people agree. However, you think we get there, it's um, a holiday which celebrates the return of the sun with brighter days to come, which is probably where a lot of the, like, um, a lot of, like, the Christian, like, lore and rhetoric around that time is like, oh, a sun is brought to us. A sun is born, which in some traditions they believe the sun was literally, like, the sun in the sky was literally reborn um, and started to come back at that, at this time. So um, it was just another way that, um, the holiday sort of got cross-pollinated um, with the, like, Christian takeover. I recently saw the children's movie Smallfoot. I've never seen Smallfoot. And their thing, they're all Yeti, okay? And they live on top of this mountain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I really was not expecting this movie to go in that direction, but uh, I guess we're here now. They're all Yeti, and they live on top of this mountain. Okay. It's basically a cult. And every day, they think that the sun is like a snail that goes across the sky, but it only goes across the sky because of the gong is rung. And then one day, the guy that's supposed to ring the gong misses it, but the sun rises anyway, and it causes them to question their cult leader. Mm. I, the, I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't think the the pagans didn't believe that their festival was causing the sun to do its thing. It was in celebration of the sun doing its thing, which is the case with like most pagan holidays. Oh, listen, I just had a little anecdote about a children's movie. Honestly, I would watch it. It's like a fever dream. <laughs> no, I mean, that's fine. I was just saying like I think yeah, that's a good yeah. way to like clear up sort of like a myth. Um, yeah. 
so there's a lot of feasting going on. Um, and the feasting, you know, everyone does like a big Christmas dinner or a big Yule dinner. Um, it got started in Europe because um, obviously you wanted the, it was considered like bad luck not to feast at the winter solstice because it showed like a lack of confidence in your like food supply. Um, and so it was sort of in the same way that like any crops harvested after Samhain were believed to be cursed and like produce a bad harvest next fall. Um, sa- same goes with not feasting at Yule. Um, the like lack of faith would be punished with bad crops. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then what actually what ended up happening is um, as peasantry, uh, the peasants began to um, the. Revolt. No. Well, the so the kings basically started feeding the peasants oh, okay. and inviting them into their homes um, during like the Yule time and giving them big feasts with ale and everything. Um, this is also where Christmas caroling comes from. Um, so the peasantry would go door to door and sing in exchange for liquor <laughs> and cider um, and things of that nature. Um, and it was considered like, oh, we'll give you a song, you'll give us a drink, and we'll all be merry. So that's that's sort of where like the feasting aspect comes from. Um, so this is also um, I w- while I was looking and doing research for about Yule, um, it was like a time of like hearth and of home, like um, oh because of the Yule log um, hearth, like the hearth of a fireplace. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of like the Yule log and everything. Um, uh, the like pagans of the countryside were um, referred to as like hearthens, which is where we get heathens from. Okay. Yeah. So I just thought that was an interesting. Why were they the only ones that needed a hearth? Oh no, everyone had a hearth. It was just, um, <laughs> it's just the pagans like had Yule logs, and they were like, "You worship the hearth," because you know kitchen magic and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, so another big tradition was the Yule log. Um, so uh, Yule log is never bought or sold it's chopped down in the woods by yourself or given to you as a gift um and the they would um decorate the yule log sometimes but basically the yule log was burned every night um leading up to the winter solstice um and then a piece of that log would be saved um to light the next year's yule log and so on and so forth um as the cycle continues, um, Yule logs, lots of fun. I know in some country there's still a tradition where, like, you'll fill a, a bag that looks like a log full of, like, candy and mm-hmm. little toys and stuff, and then you hit it until it poops out all the toys. And that's true. Like a pinata? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I mean, I guess it's not like you, like, really hit it. It's more like you hit it, and then your parents, like, take the toys out. Interesting. Um, I haven't heard anything about that, but that does sound like a continuation of, like, the Yule Log tradition. Yeah. Did you explain what a Yule Log is? Oh. A Yule Log is a... It's just a log? <laughs> it's a festive log. Sometimes people will carve, like, um... Do you, s- do you burn it? Yes. As I said. All your hard work! I mean, you have to burn something. It's the winter time. <laughs> Um, no, but the Yule log was usually, like, blessed or, like, carved into. You can carve symbols into it. You can dress the Yule log with, like, things which traditionally bring, like, good fortune, like frankincense, myrrh, another thing that, you know, if you remember the three kings bring. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yes! So those were the traditional, like, oils of the pagan season. 
um, which was just sort of like, <laughs> again, taken away. Um, I think I always liked that song because it was nice and low. Victoria's an alto till the day she dies. Um, yeah. But so, yeah. So Yule Log, Yule Log is great. I don't have anything more to say about Yule Log. Yep. Um, the colors of Yule are green, red, red. white, and gold. Ooh. Yep, and the gold is to represent the sun, which is being reborn um, and coming back into our lives. So that's very exciting. Um, which is also why popcorn and cranberries are traditional colors for a Christmas tree. Um, so traditional colors, traditional items to decorate a Christmas tree with because it's the red, the white, and then yeah. the green of the evergreen tree. Evergreen trees were like highly prized because obviously they're green forever, which represents the cyclical nature of the seasons and... Um, they never lose their leaves or needles in this case. Wow. <laughs> I feel like we had a Christmas tree and we left it up until February and it died and it was not green anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, because when you chomp down a Christmas tree, it's no longer growing. If ev- evergreens are called evergreens because they, if left growing in the wild, they never turn, they never, their leaves never change like other leaves. Um, yep. Um, the... I do not recommend that you do this at all. Um, we get the tradition of putting lights on the Christmas tree because they used to put literal candles. But, see, that's what I thought. But why? Because they'd have to have figured out that immediately that that burns your house down. Well, you can probably like put a candle on a tree and it's only when it gets knocked over that it's a problem. <laughs> I mean, do not do that at home. But yeah. And so, of course, once again, that's the light being returned um people would put candles in their windows to keep out wayward spirits um so that's where that fun tradition comes from um yeah so those are some of the that's how like yule came about those are some like traditional ways to celebrate yule um thoughts on that no but here's the deal okay are you aware of krampus no Okay, Krampus is reverse Santa. Oh, like the like the German myth. Yes. Cool. <laughs> You're like, I don't care. We don't have to talk about it. I mean, you can if you want. It's okay. No, you can. I don't care. Okay. My favorite thing about Krampus is that there's an interview with Christoph Waltz, who is from Germany, where he's, I think he's talking to Jimmy Kimmel. And Jimmy Kimmel's like, oh, in America, we have Elf on a Shelf. And Christoph Waltz is like, oh, in Germany we have Krampus and he's going to take you to the underworld if you don't wave. And Jimmy, Jimmy, oh, it's Jimmy Fallon. And Jimmy Fallon's like, that's crazy. And he's like, yeah, the Germans are very strict people, but you Americans are too nice. And I was like, it's honestly, it's an amazing interview and everyone should watch it. Yeah. (laughs) Jen's like, that has nothing to do with Yule. I mean, I guess it does. It's a... It's a Christmas tradition. I don't know if it's pagan though. I don't think it is. But apparently, in in some places, in like the in in regions that are less uh, not so much cities, um, they will still dress up and and they go around in the mountains like chasing people. The townspeople dress up and they chase people. I I would like to see your source. <laughs> So, some ways that you can celebrate Yule as a modern pagan person. Um, 
you can always get a Yule log. Um, and whether you go into the woods and find one, I mean, it is technically bad luck to buy one, but it's also bad luck to buy your first tarot deck, but I did that, so. Now, my impression of a Yule log, I thought it was the pastry mm-hmm. shaped like a log. Yes, so um, pastries were often made to celebrate the Yule log, because the Yule log, so the actual log was like the cornerstone of the cornerstone of the Yule, um, so a, a tasty treat might be made in its honor. So I'm going to be making, so because um, when I'm not in New York, I'm in a very Christian household, um, I'll probably be baking a Yule log. <laughs> And making it for people to eat, because that's a pretty easy way. Um, first of all, I mean, obviously the holiday is about feasting and enjoyment. Um, so I'll be baking a Yule log um, as like a way to s- covertly celebrate. Um, and then Aunt Betty eats it and you're like, in the corner, you're like, <laughs> Well, sometimes people used to put like, um, like different th- ways to tell fortune into like Yule logs or like Salwin bread, things like that. So like if, if you put a ring in, you put a piece oh, of string. Like whoever finds the ring. Gets married or something. Yeah, like and there's different little trinkets you could drop into your big... T- I would recommend, of course, if you do this, make sure no- people know so they don't choke. That would be bad. When I, I, I had French, I took French for years in high school and Madame Pettit, um, she would for Easter bake like a yule log and she would put a little baby jesus in it and whoever found the baby jesus won the prize (laughs) that sounds very pagan um yeah so um so you can also so you can go into the woods you can get yourself a log for your yule log um and if you don't have a fireplace which most people don't um you can either you can decorate the log and with like holly and um symbols and maybe like carve out a little place to like rest a tea candle or something um if you're concerned really about fire you could do like a little um battery operated tea candle for a hot second i was like what is a tea candle tea that has a candle no just the little short yeah, candle. Yeah, yeah. yeah right right um <laughs> And so, so that would be a really nice thing. Yule logs are also a great way to like celebrate like with kids. Um, if you have children and Ooh. you're raising them pagan, um, you can decorate the family Yule log, get her all nice and spiffy. You could also take your Yule log and do a Yule log bonfire with your family. That would be lots of fun. Um, of course, do, do so safely. Um, a tradition is to, so since um, this is the time of like rebirth, um, writing down like. Um, New Year's resolution! Yeah, there you go. Um, Writing down things you either want to let go of or things you want to, like, manifest. Um, Usually more so focused on, like, personal manifestations rather than, I want $8 billion. Like, I would like to be a nicer person would be Vic's resolution. Um, Rude! uh, But you could do, and then, you know, throw them into the, like, so the tradition is to hang them on your tree until the last night of Yule. Or one of the traditions, you can do whatever you want. But, like, one of the traditions is to hang them on your tree until the night of Yule and then then um, take them down and throw them into your Yule blaze. Um, so that's something that you could do. Um, obviously, wearing your festive colors can be a nice way to sort of focus your Yule energy. Have you noticed how nice ugly sweaters have gotten? In the past couple of years. I agree. I, I think they're out of control. Yeah. Well, because they're not ugly anymore. They're just sweaters. Yeah. Festive sweaters. 
There you go. Um, yep. So that's a way you could celebrate. I mean, the season is about feasting and being with the people you care about. So I do have a way to tie it back to Harry Potter. Okay. Actually, people are kind of, well, so some people have the theory. I don't know if it's a theory so much as just like people think it's funny. Um, they're like in the Harry Potter books, they always celebrate Christmas. They have like a Christmas feast. And someone was like, Jesus did all those miracles. What if he was a wizard? But also people are upset because no one ever celebrated Hanukkah in Harry Potter. So there's no Jewish wizards. That's interesting. <laughs> Remains to be proven. <laughs> um, okay, but you know J.K. Rowling. 20 years later, she's like... Oh, I've been sitting on this information for 40 years. And you're like, no, you haven't. You just made it up. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people go home over the holidays, which means that they can't practice their paganism how they like to. Um, And so I was watching a YouTube video about Yule, and it occurred to me that, like, a lot of the things... So if you were to do decorate your altar for Yule, you would probably put on your Yule log, you'd put in your red and green can your candles and everything so something that you could do if you can't have an altar space um would be you could be in charge of the centerpiece decoration for your family's christmas dinner table and you could put your little yule log in there and light some candles because they're all like reasonable maybe put a sprig of holly or mistletoe um because those are all reasonable things to put on a Christmas dinner table and then use your dinner table as your like fake altar not really fake but you could celebrate and create a temporary altar space in that way um, and still pass it by your family in a covert manner all right that's all I got I hope I truly hope you enjoy this Yule season with you and yours yeah here's my question here's a question for you what age did you stop believing in Santa I want to say like 10 um I found out the Easter Bunny wasn't real, and then it all it was it all came crashing down at once. I feel like ten's a little kind of late. Yeah, I'll tell you why it was late. So, <laughs> You're like, let me tell you. Well, no. So when I was little, um, I used there was a local restaurant called Sundays, now known as the Boathouse, and there was a man who sang and played guitar, and I was a very extroverted child, so I would get up and dance to Puff the Magic Dragon, because that was my favorite song, and I would always ask him to play it for me. My uncle played that song. There you go. So I would start dancing, and so we had like this, he knew he knew, he knew who I was, right, because we went like once a week. So right when I was around five or six, um, they also do like a come sit with Santa and have your picture taken, and so I walked up to Santa, and Santa said, hi, Jennifer, because it was, it was the- that man. What if I was like, it was Santa? <laughs> yeah, because um, it was that man. So I, I believed in Santa for probably an unreasonably long time because of that. Okay. Um, and then my parents and I were, for Easter, which is also based off of a pagan holiday, um, we were, Ostra. Um, so we were staying with my grandparents, and my parents were sleeping in a hotel, but we were staying at my grandparents' place. And they were like, oh, well, the Easter bunny can't leave the <laughs> the baskets at the trailer because he won't know how to get inside it was a camper but like he won't know how to get inside so we have to keep them here at the hotel and I was like that sounds suspicious because it's a magical rabbit and so I was like mom is the the Easter bunny isn't real is it and then she burst into tears your mom burst into tears yeah she like started sobbing and she was like I can't believe you found out like your childhood's ruined like and I was like I mean I'm 10 and I was like wait if the Easter bunny isn't real 
that means Santa can't be real or the tooth fairy or leprechauns. And then my, and then my mom was like, just started sobbing harder. And my dad was like, nope, they're none of them are real. And then we moved on. When did you find out Santa wasn't real? Well, I was eight and, um, all I wanted for Christmas was your two front teeth. Yeah. And an American girl doll. Oh, I just know where the story's going. Continue. Where's it going? No. Wait, have I told you the story before? No, I just, I'm just, yes, I'm just making inferences. Oh, okay. So all I wanted was an American Girl doll. And so I kept telling my mom, like, I want the American Girl doll. I want this one specifically. And she was like, okay. Finally, Christmas comes. I get the American Girl doll. And it says from Santa. And I look my mom dead in the eyes and I go, thanks, mom. That's not where I was expecting the story to go, <laughs> but okay. I wasn't even upset I was upset about it. I feel like, I don't know, I just kind of accepted it. My sister apparently bawled her eyes out when she found out. Well, it's because your childhood's over. It's not really about Santa, is it? <laughs> Whoa. I hope everyone has a fantastic Yule and safe travels. Enjoy. <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Vic. And, and that's, that's the spook. I ate it already. Like, I really didn't remember. Was Jesus' name Luke? No, was Jesus' dad's name Luke? No, his dad's name was Joseph. There you go.